Welcome back to the Tap Room Exclusive. I'm here at Jolly Scholar. I'm with Matt Van. Uh, we have now moved on to the cold beer here. Cold beer. This is a American light lager. That's right. Uh, this is a fantastic light lager. A lot of flavor to it. Yeah. Most people hear light lager. They go, oh, no, not a, not a flavorful beer. Uh, but this, this is a nice, was it five... Five percent somewhere in there. Yeah, five point uh, five. 5. And it, it's got a lot more flavor than it than it drink than the ABV indicates. Yeah, and it's this is nice. I I can't stop drinking it. Yeah, this one is a uh, you know we 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 ran into and I kind of was telling you a second ago that we ran into uh, a situation where uh, we had a lot of construction in the area, a lot of buildings going up around us, and a lot of uh, construction workers around and. And, uh, you know, so we had a ton of Bud Light bottles and we were trying to hide them and try not to show them that, but if they asked for them, we would sell it to them. And, and we just realized immediately that, Hey, this is a beer that we need to add, uh, not only for them, but for a lot of our, you know, our, our newly, you know, found craft beer drinkers that, you know, wanted something similar to, you know, Bud Light, Miller Light, whatever. And we needed that to get them off of the bottles and get them into our stuff right. so that after this we could sell them a blonde ale and then, you know, uh, a wheat beer or a, or a pale ale or a porter or, or whatever it is, you know, wherever we could transition to. So that was the thought behind this beer is, is you know, uh, don't, don't knock the style. I mean, it's a, it's a great style. And, and, you know, and after you've had a lot of hoppy beers or, you know, just at the end of the day or especially on a warm day, it's just nice just to have a beer. Yeah. A cold beer. Absolutely. You know, uh, I love IPAs, but there's a time where I'm, I'm ready to set it down. And like I went out the other day and I got a bunch of single beers and did like a single selection, you know, and I looked at the picture later and I'm like, wow, this is 95% IPAs. Like I need (laughs) something different. This, this perfectly fits the bill because it's, it's easy drinking. It's crushable. It's got a lot of flavor. Uh, and, and like you said, it's kind of like a gateway beer. It's perfect um, for that. It's it's going to bring people in who normally drink macro and want to. If you put this blindly in front of somebody, they wouldn't know that it was a craft beer. No, no, they would. They would know it was more flavor. They would right. probably know you know all that stuff. But it's and then you like revealed the the thing to label to be. Would would you believe if I told you it was a craft beer? Like people would be shocked. Absolutely. And, and again, you know, so, so the thought is, is when these construction workers were coming in and a lot of these students that were, you know, just just kind of holding fast to, uh, you know, no, it's, it's Bud Light or, or Bust or it's Miller Light or Bust or it's Coors Light or Bust. You know, kind of the promise we were making was, you know, if you don't like it, we'll pour it out and I'll give you your other one for a buck. Okay. Right? Just try it. Yeah. Just try it. Just try it. And again, I think when you, you, you put somebody in that mindset of, you know, just being you know, coming to the table, you know, and being sober uh, about an opinion. Right. And they try it just like, you know, like, like you did. You sit there and go, oh, hang on. This is, this is solid. Yeah. For the style and it's five and a half and it's crushable. And, um, you know, and again, it's, it's a great offset to the big flavorful, you know, beers that, you know, you see out there every single day on everybody, you know, everybody and, you know, whoever's got 24 taps or 150 taps it's all these big fruited or big, mm. you know, coconutted and coffeeed and, and, and IPA'd and hopped and stuff. And those are great. We've got a ton of those, too. It's just a great, nice offset. And before we came to this, our bestseller on tap was PBR. Okay. And so we knew we had to 
beat PBR off the yeah. taps, and, and we knew we were going to have to fight people in the streets to do that. Right. And so after a few wrestling matches, uh, <laughs> we, we, we got him out of here. And, and no, we still carry PBR cans here yeah. for, all, for, all of our, uh, for all your PBR listeners out there. But, uh, but the thought being that we wanted to put something in there, we wanted to be proud of it. And, again, we don't have any knocks against any styles out there. I mean, it's, they exist for a reason, and, and uh, we just wanted to try to make our best version uh, of a beer for the style, and and I, you know, pr- we're proud of it. No, oh, absolutely, it's our you bestseller. Know, uh, it's it's nice to be able to sit down and be able to have a couple of beers, and you know, a lot of the market is pushed to these big. How how much ABV can we put into this? You know, and you know, can we dogfish one twenty and all that stuff? And there seems to be that that push for higher ABV beers, but it seems like the market's kind of the, the pendulum swinging back a little bit towards lighter, crushable, more drinkable, sessionable beers. Would you, would you agree that the, that pendulum kind of feel maybe swinging back a little bit? Absolutely. I think you, you know, what we've seen is, you know, everybody, you know, when we, since we've been a brewery, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of people, they, they, they come in and they just want to taste the nth degree of what you're capable of, you know, which, you know, there's no way of really showing that inside of a year. You know, you right. haven't got into any of the, you know, the big crazy stuff and barrel aging and, you know, souring programs and all that other stuff. But, you know, so you're showing them the big stuff in the IPAs because you want it to be impressive and you want it to, to resonate and you want it to leave, uh, um, you know, you want it to... Uh, you know, just to, to, to leave an impression mm-hmm. with them. And then all of a sudden, you know, when you can back it all the way back and come back to something that just on, on its core level is just appears simple and tastes simple, um, you know, which, you know, light, clear, easy yellow beers. If you've got problems with your fermentation or if you've got problems with your, uh, you know, uh, your calculations and your, your water profiles, you know, these light beers are going to tell on you in mm-hmm. a second. They'll tell you if something's wrong. So, the, but when we brought it back to that, you know, kind of like we introduced it out there, like a little bit tongue in cheek, like, hey, it's cold beer. Yeah. yeah. Come get it kind of a thing. And, <laughs> you know, what they came. <laughs> we're selling, I mean, and IPAs are our lead dogs, even right. with these, you know, 20 to, you know, late 20 somethings, IPAs are just crushing it compared to, you know, stouts or, or, you know, any, some, some of these older, um, you know, just core basic styles, which are still fantastic. Um, but, you know, when we brought it back to this, this beer now uh, is selling uh, about two to one to our, our, our biggest IPA on, wow. on tap. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's lead dog. And we literally, we brew and we brew again and we brew again. And, you know, for a small brewery like us, uh, you know, it's, you know, with, with you know, not so many, uh, you know, tanks downstairs. This is one of our eight tanks. Don't stop. Just keep it moving. And, yeah. uh, and uh, you know, that and only our, 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 uh, our white IPA and then our Tyndall effect um, are the only other two beers that kind of even get that kind of attention. Um, but this one is a definitive don't stop <laughs> brewing it or, you know, kids are going to cuss us out yeah you touched on it a little bit what's the size of this brew house uh like what's your capacity right now yeah so so right now it's, it's a seven barrel brew house as you can see 
we have got this thing crammed in the basement. And, and I thought of, I was in Great Lakes for a second with how <laughs> crammed this was. It's, it's tight. <laughs> I mean, that and, is a compliment. And everybody sees the plumbing in here and goes, oh, my gosh, look at all this plumbing you ran. I was like, no, that was kind of here. <laughs> we, we, like, had to work around that. Oh, man. Um, but that had to be a challenge. It, and it was really cool uh, early on. And, and, again, I can't say enough kind things about him. Um, but, but Andy DeVikram came in here. Um, and, uh, and Sam McNulty came with him on, on the trip. And I just said, Hey, what do you suggest? And he said, yeah, you can get a five barrel system in here for sure, but you're always going to be chasing beer. Mm-hmm. He said, if you can get a seven barrel system in here, great. Just as long as it doesn't cause you any kind of crazy, you know, encumbrances or headaches. Right. But, you know, keep yourself where you can kind of manage what you got and make sure that you know <laughs> you understand you don't have much space right and when i show you later how we got all this stuff in here you know um you, it's going to blow your mind but uh again he 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 was like the, one of the first people that i called and i he had no idea who i was and, and and the rick from willoughby and you know matt cole from fatheads actually they were all really receptive to just somebody who knew nothing about the commercial level coming out and just saying oh my gosh you really don't have much space but uh, it's cool, and we think we can help you. And uh, uh, but 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 Andy especially just really said, "Hey, here's how you cram this thing in yeah. here." And but just leave yourself a little bit of room. So we've got a seven barrel system, and for everybody with bigger systems, you know how small that is. And we've got it crammed in here pretty good. Yeah, uh, you know, Andy was one of the first people I got to talk to on this show, and just a very knowledgeable. That's guy. how I got exposed to you guys. Oh, was it really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, very Listen, cool. Listening I'm, to it, yeah. I'm glad that, uh, that I'm I'm glad to hear that that uh, that makes me feel good that it's getting out there to, to people. People are hearing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because like I was gonna say, the it didn't it didn't uh, occur to me until you brought it up as how you got the stuff in here because. Usually you see people take roofs off the place, but that definitely wasn't the case, the ability to do here. So I'd be very interested to find out uh, exactly how that happened. Um, and what have been some of the challenges, you know, with, well, I mean, with like brewing an American light lager versus you touched on that a little bit, the the fermentation, the, the water purity, all that stuff. What What are the challenges to getting something out that is like this lighter, in abv but still a nice body to it yeah uh you know for us the the water was a big deal and you know we're starting off with pretty good uh you know with pretty good water here um but we we just wanted to make sure that we didn't put something that felt watered down We, we 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 wanted it to be robust without being obnoxious we wanted it to stay true to style um you know for this so you know uh you know, it didn't come without its its fair share of headaches. Um, the first rev was good, but it was we thought it was a little bit thin. We didn't think it uh, it, it drank as as crisp or you know effervescent as it as it should. And uh, so, um, at the time, we were working without our you know our, our zom, which is our, our little gauge here to to, to help measure um, you know carbonation, whatever. So we were kind of ballparking, and this was the beer that you know if it's undercarbed it just it's just not the same beer it's right. kind of flabby and right and i've just, had that before yeah, and like, and eh. you know i mean if you can imagine for anybody listening you know just open you know a can of whatever you know light lager you have and just you know leave it on you know uncapped for 
you know, 30 minutes and then come back to it. It's right. just, it's just not the same beer as it is coming, you know, cap popped and right into the glass. Nice and snappy. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we, uh, we, we took it, uh, well, we took it home. I took it to a few friends parties just to get rid of it. <laughs> uh, but we knew we, it wasn't the one we wanted to put on. And then we, we pumped up, Aaron made the correction to say, Hey, let's, let's pump the, you know, the volume up on the carbonation and let, let's, uh, Let's tighten the water profile up a little bit and let's get a little bit more aggressive with the grist bill um, without, you know, throwing off, you know, crazy orange flavors. And, right, you know, right. we, we, we didn't want it to be that. We didn't want it to be, we wanted it to be a light lager and, uh, and, and be true to it, you know, in every sense of that. And so uh, those were the corrections we made early on to get it to this point. But we knew we didn't want it to be at, you know, at 3.9 or 4.1. Right. We, we wanted it to be something that's kind of sat up a little bit stout. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so when somebody had it, they didn't feel like, well, you know, for, you know, we're selling all of our beers for 3.99 and I get, you know, crap about that all the time. <laughs> but, um, well, I get crap about that from people in the business, but, right. but people who drink here, they don't mind. No, I get pats on the back from them. Um, but, I had to do a double take when I saw that on the. I was like, Wait, okay, yeah, and right, we're and we're actually selling this beer uh, again because this is you know the one we had to kind of, you know, say farewell to PBR with. Uh, but this beer we we're selling for for two ninety nine a pint. Oh wow! And people, I mean, you know, you can see why it's our best seller, yeah. right? This, oh, this they, is I mean, the quintessential. Hey, I didn't want to drink today, but I do have a test, so I'm mm -hmm. willing to have two or three, right? Because it's technically I'm not drinking. Right, I have two or three. Right, of these. exactly. <laughs> it's so light in alcohol. That it, it it's like you didn't drink at all. That's right. Um, that's how the math works out on that. That's that's exactly how that works. And, um, and for all of our bros out there, you won't you won't lose any gains in the gym with this. That, <laughs> there that's you a jolly go. scholar guarantee. Ooh, you heard it here. A guarantee. Um, so <laughs> don't sue us, <laughs> please, or me, because you heard it here. Um, and what else would you like to get out about this beer that I might have uh, that I might have not touched on and. Yeah, no, I, we, you know, we, we've had, uh, you know, it's funny, um, we've had a lot of uh, local brewers that have come through here, and it's, it's great. The community is, is great because especially, you know, when you put yourself out there, you know, I, I think you're doing the industry a disservice to come and pat everybody on the back and say, hey, great beer. Mm. It's fantastic. I've never had anything better. It's, man, you, you guys are going to... Uh, you know, print currency starting next year. Right. Um, what I love about it is, is, is that, you know, a lot of people in the area, they'll come through and they'll just give you, you know, they're just most bone sobering, honest opinion. Um, you know, Matt Cole has been fantastic about calibrating us and saying, yeah, that's great. Don't change a thing. And Rick, uh, see at Willoughby has been great. At, I mean, they tell you the truth, right? Right. <laughs> they, they don't hold, they don't hold back on it. And surprisingly, this beer has been one of the beers, um, one of the top uh, three beers, where when, when professional brewers come through here, that they get really hung up on and nice. they really enjoy. And, you know, they're, 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 they're finding, trying to find the ways to say, hey, here's what I would do. And this one probably gets, this one probably gets the least, uh, you know, notes or attention mm -hmm. from professional brewers. And, and honestly, this is one of the hardest beers to kind of put out there and it not get picked apart on some right. level, because if there's something right. wrong, you're going to find it. Right. 
But that's you know going to that point, you know the uh, about the community. It seems that with this community above a lot of others that I've been involved in, you know, there's this rivalry between everybody. You know, Rick and Matt, they're technically your rivals, but yet they come in here and are willing to sit down and say, "Here's what you, you need to do. Here's what you shouldn't change." It's been really cool. What what do you think it is about the craft beer industry that that it's like that that it sets it apart away away from everybody else? Yeah, you know, I, I so I, as I mentioned to you before, I, you know, I, I, I've cooked competitive barbecue for about fifteen years, and and it's kind of a similar type of you know uh, subculture, and uh, you know, it's like where magicians aren't going to tell you how to, how they did their tricks, mm-hmm. but they're going to tell you what you know what maybe you should be you know how. What, how you could tighten your trick up a little right. bit and, and vice versa. Um, you know, you, you'll run into some people from time to time that, you know, aren't very accepting of critique on any level. Mm-hmm. And then you'll find some people that will just absolutely just say, hey, listen, here's what I'm getting out of this beer. Does that jive with what you're getting? And they yeah. give you an easy out to say yes, because it's not, for, especially for me, um, right now, Aaron is very good at it. Aaron's very good at just telling you directly, mm-hmm. "Hey, it's not a great beer. Here's where it could be better. Yeah. Here's what I would do. I bet you got this. Get rid of that and do this." Right? I'm a little bit. <laughs> I come to the table, you know, as you know, somebody who scribbles checks and has checks scribbled back and forth, and you're right. mindful of dollars. It, it, it's hard to tell somebody when something's not great. Right. But you know, I wouldn't feel right to not give some sort of feedback you know and i think that's where maybe i'm lacking a little bit and where some of these guys that have been around for 10 15 20 years are sitting there going man i know where you're at i've been in your position Mm -hmm. here's what i wish everybody would have told me at that time and i think that's what i appreciate the most about it is you know some of these uh, you you know some of these guys that are you know the the royalty of cleveland beering you know cleveland beer uh, you know where they come through and they tell you it's gospel I right. mean, very rarely would I disagree with, you know, what they're saying. You know, when they say something, I'll say, okay, yeah, I get that. You know, I don't know if it's severe, as severe as that, but, you know, I'm not going to, you know, downplay um, uh, the fact that they're, they're getting that. And, right. you know, and, and then I think, you know, if you just, again, you take a sober look at every beer, and Aaron and I, we sit down with every beer, every generation, and we look at it, and we try to be as sober and honest with each other as possible to say, mm carbonation's a little off yeah. or this is a little off or what could have produced that or yeah. you know what did your notes say here oh okay well that explains that and i think if you're willing to do that then you know you're, you're willing to make great beer but I, I do love the competitive side of it as well i do love the fact that okay that's the um that's the standard for you know what a, a german pills mm-hmm. is okay how do we meet or exceed that right. right and if we don't think that our beer meets or exceed that you know, maybe we don't blow the, the recipe up, but we sit there and go, okay, maybe we need to work a little bit more right. until we either find something we're in love with or that the customer is in love with or whatever the happy medium is in between those. Absolutely. Thank you again for your time. Uh, we'll tune in next week for another all-new episode of the Tap Room Exclusive here at Jolly Scholar.